Welcome to Things That Will Help with Buffy Barfoot. This podcast explores what it's like to be human and how to find tools to feel clear, grounded, and happier. The weekly theme will be simple as well as rich and something you can apply to your real life. The human stories ahead do not negate the hard or the dark, but rather point to the lighthouses along the way. This is Buffy. Good morning, everybody. Well, it's morning here in my little piece of the world in my closet. Um, I recently saw a video of a man on a windy mountain road, and the road was damp and had two lanes, and it was the road was snuggled right up to a mountain. And some rocks had fallen, some pretty big rocks were in the middle of the lane. And there was debris everywhere. And this man drove up and he parked on the shoulder of the road. And he got out into the middle of the lane and started to, one by one, move these big rocks to the side so that oncoming traffic wouldn't run over them and so they wouldn't cause an accident. And it took him a while. Once there were only like little small rocks and debris left, he jumped over the guardrail And he got two big branches with lots of green leaves. And he then started to use the branches like a broom and sweep the road clean so that it was safe to drive on. And then he quietly got back into his car and he drove away. And I've thought about that man and his actions all day and what it means to create beauty I think so many of us, including myself, get caught up in who we want to be and the marks we want to make in the world, the impact and the potential we have and the hope of someday living up to our purpose and this grand plan we believe is in store for us. Most of us think about that a lot, I think. What are we meant to do? Why are we here? And we think about that lofty purpose that's in store for us, and then we still drive by those rocks, and we swerve out of the way, and we think to ourselves, somebody needs to clean that up. But so often we we do not stop. We keep driving towards this horizon, looking for signs that are going to point us towards our highest self and our highest potential. And we don't slow down long enough to clear the road, not for any kind of recognition, but simply for the reason of restoration and restoring beauty and order to the path, literally, so that people can pass safely, so that we leave things better than we found them, so that we take care of our planet and we take care of each other even if it means that you're late for your big thing. We so often do not take the time to attend to what is in front of us because we're rushing off to change the world in what we think is a bigger way. And so while we are literally mind mapping on our iPads how we're going to change the world with our big and not yet discovered ideas, there are 
literal and figurative boulders in the middle of the road that need to be cleared. There are things that need our attention that are right here in the lane rather than out on some distant horizon. And of course, so much of this podcast is about dreaming and about setting our sights for something significant. So I'm not saying that we shouldn't dream and vision and manifest the lives we hope to live. Yes to all of this. I do that too. I encourage you to do that too. But not at the expense of of ignoring the potential harm and hazards in the actual road. That with a little bit of slowing down and care, we can actually change the world that way and see significant um, goodness come in that way. The man who stopped his car, he absolutely changed the world. It could have been a terrible accident had he not done that. And at the very least, a flat tire or something like that that could have changed somebody's day. And you know something that's interesting? None of the cars that were speeding by that I watched in the video stopped to help him. Not one of them stopped. So I'm curious, what if all of us listening today stopped to create safety and beauty the next time we saw an opportunity? And what if that is just the person that you become That is who you are. You are the person that stops and helps. You know, this podcast has hundreds of downloads each week. So I was thinking, what if we could make a dent in the world, a pocket of goodness and a pocket of stopping to clear the road just by this basket of listeners? If everybody listening today did that, we could change the world. Taking the grocery cart back to where it belongs, bussing the table, Checking in with the lady next to you on her yoga mat because she seems disoriented or dizzy. Get her some water instead of just rushing out and getting on with your day. Get her some water and check on her. What if those little things stacked up and became your purpose? I actually can't think of a better purpose, (laughs) a more shining purpose than that. And That is something that every one of us can do. And we don't need training or credentials or permission or higher education or a certain amount of money. We do not need to look a certain way or anything else. We could start that today. So start that today. You know, I regularly have people say things to me like, I really want to make a difference in the world. I want my work to be profound and to mean something. And that's my answer to those people who are saying that, who are looking for that. Start clearing the lanes around you and making beauty in the world on the most local level and making something out of what is in your room, what is in your lane, what's happening around you. Don't walk by these opportunities because you think that something is in store for you down the road. Um, I'm certainly talking to myself here too, because I, like you, get caught up in what I'm meant for. The big things I'm meant for. So much that 
I can miss the little things that stack up to make a good life. I was lucky enough um, yesterday to meet a woman. She was at the park and we started talking and she was in Colorado visiting her daughter for a week and she was quiet, but I asked her about her life and she looked to be in her 60s and she said she had five daughters and when the youngest daughter was three and the oldest was 17, she became a widow. She's originally from Puerto Rico and, and she told me that she was a chemist and I said, wow, you became a widow with five girls to raise, five young girls. That is quite a story. You must have been through a lot. And you're such a powerful and strong woman. And she smiled at me. Her smile was really easy. And um, she smiled very easily. And despite all that she'd been through, she seemed incredibly light and effervescent. And I could have listened to her talk all day. I could tell that her life was and had been profound. And she had lots of stories to share. And she looked at me and she raised one of her eyebrows. And I kind of leaned in. I could tell she was about to give me some advice, some kind of gold to take with me. And she said, you know, people these days... They think too much about what they're supposed to do, and they worry and they overanalyze everything. She said, you just have to get up and do it sometimes. You have to do what's in front of you because it needs to be done. And that's what I did with my girls. I didn't question it. I just did it. And I had a flash when she was talking of what that might have looked like as a mother of five when her husband died. I only have two small children and one of them is three and I feel run over half the time. (laughs) So I was trying to imagine what she might have been holding both physically and emotionally with five children. And then before she left, she leaned over to me and she said, visiting my grown children now and helping them with their kids is everything. They call me and say, please come. And I do right away because it's just everything to me. And I have the freedom to do that. And then she left with her daughter and her grandson. And I hope I get to talk to her again. She's one of those souls who just brushes past you and leaves a little teaching, (laughs) leaves a little seed of thought that you can take with you and put in your collection. But she left an impact on me, her joy, her smile, what she deemed important. And I think she's one of those people who stops to clear the rocks in the road. I think that's what she was telling me. You just do it. You just stop and you do it. And you don't question what else could have been in store for you because that's what's in the road. Sometimes I'm completely happily overwhelmed at the thought of how many deep and healing stories there are like this in the world. So, so, so many magical stories and things people have overcome because they had to. And then they went on to create beauty just by these ordinary, really simple acts. So that's the thing, I think, is at the heart of what I'm trying to say today is beauty doesn't have to be epic or grand. And in its pure form, it's simple and ordinary, just noticing something and then creating space for it to be more alive and more aligned. My favorite people don't have the fanciest job titles or awards next to their names. They're not 
fancy and at the top of any kind of ladder, but they do have a good view, a good vantage point, the ability to see how the small things affect the big things. And they understand that in the daily acts of beauty and ordinary alignment, that we all begin to thrive. It's all connected. These people, my favorite people, instead are doing something daily to make the world better, even if nobody sees it or traces it back to them. I think most of us really crave living a life that matters, and we've gotten confused as to what that means. And Social media confuses us. We have imposter syndrome, comparison, addiction, self-sabotage. People are over-medicating, over-analyzing, too much self-focus, I think. There's a lot of numbing and distracting and emphasis on how much we are outwardly influencing people rather than simply making the room in the road so that we can be safer and more useful. And I don't think we hear this enough because we're living in a culture that is focused on more, 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 more. But I think when you are a good person who clears the road in front of you and stops to sweep, then that can be enough for a good life. That is enough for a good life. The guides and the angels and the spirits in your corner They are cheering for this because honestly, the rest is just extra. Or in some cases, I think it can even be a distraction from what is actually both good and real. You know, think of your, uh, think of your favorite people, call them up in your mind, one or two of them. And now that you have, I know that you're smiling, just thinking about their light and their magnetism. And without overthinking it, why do you love them so much? What do they do in the world, in your world, that makes you swoon? My guess is they're stopping to move rocks. That is part of what makes them magical, most likely. I will forever love the invitation to start again today. Today is new and fresh, so take it as such. We stay too often muddled in the muck of the past, but we don't have to stay stuck in it. We can actually let that completely fall away behind us and set ourselves to face forward without shame or consequence. So let yourself do that. Take some deep breaths into your beautiful body and start again without needing to explain yourself. You could just be here. You could just be here. And with that, tune into your room, your road, your people, and what you see. What do you see? What needs your attention? Could that be what you do today? The small things that add up to the big things that add up to the whole life. The other thing that's just coming in really strong for me right now, intuitively, is to let everything drop. Just let everything drop 
all the labels, expectations, boxes we are put in and put ourselves in, ways you've always done things, let it all drop, all of it. And then with a fresh and completely clean slate, decide from that place, that naked place, what you want to pick up and choose. Not the things you've always chosen, just because you've always chosen them, or things that folks have chosen for you. But what do you want to foster and tend to? What's in front of you that is calling for you? Be deliberate. The older I get, the more present tense is calling to me. Yes, I love memory and story and ancestry and legend and ritual. I love all of that. But the richest place deserves to be right here on this road. With you. With you. With me. Right here. And that's where I believe that we will change the world. Everything we need to do for that is already here. That is our teacher. That is our guide. It is all revealing itself and unfolding as it should. Hmm. Thank you so much for your support and for listening and for being alive in your process, for being a seeker. My patron of honor today is Morgan Seibel. And Morgan is a wife and a mother to two young children and serves as the executive director of We Cycle, which is a Colorado nonprofit that provides baby essentials to infants and toddlers throughout the state. She is a collaborator, connector, and lover of food, nature, the arts, and all things spreadsheets. <laughs> um Thank you to Morgan for being a patron of this podcast. And thank you to all my patrons. I appreciate you all so much. 